too bad. Hurry up, go live, so I, I can do this at 10. I'm, I am live. At least you didn't say you were alive. <laughs> That's true. What's your problem? Coder? Oh, there you go. Pounded it. You found it? Okay. You know what you're doing? I'm good to go. You're good to go? Hey, Zachary. Hey, Zach. How you doing, hon? We are arrived. That's right. Doesn't mean we're all here, but, you know. Good evening, Nicole. Good evening, Nicole. How are you? Shadows is in the house. That's right. Again, oh. doesn't mean I'm all here. What is going on with my chat? Come on now. You don't know. Hi, Heather. Hey, Heather. How you doing? There we go. Thank you. Doing good, Nicole. But we're going to have a really off morning. Ron's already over there mooning. <laughs> <laughs> It's the mooner. <laughs> Freaky geek. Thought we were. <laughs> oh, that's okay, Zach. Freaky geek, how you doing? You thought we was in an apartment. Oh, Zach, yeah, yeah, because you've been so busy. Um, this is actually my husband. He's not a guest. Patrick, how you doing? Good, yeah. I'm special at. <laughs> That's my husband. He's my co-host. <laughs> oh, Freaky, you didn't miss much. It was just me live yesterday. I'll be going live on Saturdays and Sundays uh, without Shadow. Hey, Patrick. I don't hi, know Cassie. If I said hi to Patrick or not. Hey, Cassie. Good morning, everybody. How is everybody? Hope y'all are well. Oh, shit. I think we're getting run over by a truck real quick. <laughs> what then? <laughs> He's in a rare mood, guys. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a hell of a show. <laughs> He's in a rare mood. You can't hear me that good, Freaky Geek? I'll move the mic more towards me. Well, thank you, Cassie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How is everybody? We all get a chance. You got to go check out Silent Hill, Valdez style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we missed our mark. It's ten oh one. Oh Christ! Quick! Well, I'm not. I'm not. I haven't. I haven't even started the show yet. I don't care. I'm putting mine in. Oh, my God. Somebody will come out before you. I don't care. God. Bless America. He, guys, he's in a rare mood today. <laughs> Holy hell. It's going to drive me nuts all day today. 
I know, Freaky, it sucks. Even when she's not live, you can still hear her. I trust me, I know. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sexy. <laughs> hey, Joanne, how you doing? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm telling you. So this is day 14 with her magnets. We have them on. <laughs> Let me, you know, because he's in a hurry. Because I want to get it off. <laughs> so today on the show, we're going to be talking about... She has no idea. Yeah, I just, I'm winging it. Now, uh, real gonna, stories behind classic horror movies. We're going to make it. We're going to fake it until we make it. <laughs> That's right. Some movies are inspired by what might be called as real hoaxes or made-up stories that people have believed. Then we'll be talking about the Obea, who were the feared shadow killers of Jamaica. Then we're going to talk about a couple stories from Reddit, like a little experience somebody had. And then also, Poltergeist, can they follow you? Well, obviously, you right. need to push the TV out into the hallway. That's right. As always, if you're listening to the podcast portion of this, I invite you, or we invite you to come on over to the live shows and jump into the conversation. Of course, on the second half of the show, it's your turn to call in and click the link. Come up on panel, tell us your opinions of these stories, or come in and show, share your spooky encounters with the paranormal. Andy, how you doing, buddy? Good morning, Andy. And of course, don't forget, as I roll the credits, you know where to go. The hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you guys, this is going to be a fun freaking... I. That's all I can say. All right, let's get started here. Let me play the intro. And so the week begins. Good Monday morning from Valdez, Alaska. Welcome to the Shadows of the Moon show. It is Monday morning, and we are live on YouTube, Facebook, DLive, Twitch, and Mixer under the same name. So come on in and join the fun and get into the conversation. Just like always, Mondays are about Monday meetings, which is all about paranormal talk. We share stories from the internet, and of course, your stories live on air. Without further ado, let's get started. And now, coming to you live from Alaska, here's a woman that has been around many moons and has seen many shadows. Here's your host, Shadows of the Moon. With a little chaos. So before we get started, though, uh, did you catch anything yesterday, Andy? I heard you had this for permission to go fishing. <laughs> Am I still flashing? Uh, if we hit a bump, <laughs> God only knows what could happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious people. He is in a mood today, I am telling you. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, thanks, Cassie. And it all started from him waking up this morning. <laughs> well, it sucked. I, I wasn't ready. I got I got up at six this morning, and I only got up because I, I had a really bad headache. Okay. Okay. I'll remember that. I'll remember that, uh, freaky geek. Hey, guys, just so you know, there is a little uh, something going on in chat. First of all, we have a poll going on of what 
you want to see it both in DLive and in YouTube. If you want certain, um, what's the matter? Boy, you didn't tell me about any of this. Well, no, I never tell you anything. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see certain things in, in the um, live feeds, like we got <laughs> witchy days we can do. We got what? Witchy days. Oh, Talking I about you said bitchy days. <laughs> well, we can do bitchy days too. Ghost we'll hunts. If you guys want to see us do paranormal around our apartment, um, tarot ratings, of course. If you want to see those, you know you're going to get voted on that. Yeah, game days. Just hit I vote and whichever one you would like. So I know. no, Cassie, she don't tell me shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just gotta I, fake it. <laughs> I like to keep them in suspense. <laughs> so and the second thing on the stream is something called stream loots okay what it is is there's going to be a link in chat that's going to have four chances to get yes. free cards four okay get what free cards who's buying them they're a gift i didn't buy them you didn't buy them don't worry about it oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> but you get a card and you can it could be something like um, an extra hour on the stream. Um, <laughs> this what is the why hell? I don't tell them things, see? Why did I not get informed of this? <laughs> you can have us do all sorts of wacky shit. No, 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 no. You, you can have her do all sorts of wacky shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's a backpack? What? I don't know. I think that's right, Cassie. He hears when you guys hear. He took like for a while, but she allowed it in the end. <laughs> Everybody wants all the above. All the above. <laughs> Badger gives up. Badger's over in D Live. <laughs> I'm telling you. Eddie, you're doing magnet. Is that not kind of well? They, I mean, that's not too bad. It, it, it all depends on what they want us to do. So, a little update on magnets, by the way. Uh oh. Um, what's your experience? Have you experienced anything? Headaches. Yes, I know you've gotten. No, that. actually, I did. Uh, what was it? Yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Uh, we were downstairs having a cigarette, and I was just standing there, and it almost felt like I was kind of levitating. He felt like he was, like, floating. Yeah, like my feet weren't even on the ground. Of course, that could have been another couple of things. No, no I didn't joking. smoke any pot yet. I know. No, I'm joking. No, 30 days isn't up yet. We're on day 14? Yeah, this today's 14. Now, mind you... um. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I need the magnet to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Patrick, they're still sticking around. <laughs> <laughs> so, the second thing is... is oh, Andy we, said it's day 15. Oh, is it day 15? All right, thank God for Andy, I'm telling you. Well, Chitty, if you want to knock a day off, I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> so... With my experience with it now, and this could be just a placebo effect, I don't know, but to me, I feel like I can open my crown chakra quicker. Like before, I would have to sit down and really think about it. I don't know which one that is. That's the top one. Oh, crown. Ah, that's what you said. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you said. Oh, <laughs> um, I feel like I don't have to think about it, I just, you know, like. When I start, like, my tarot readings, 
I would open up my crown chakra, but I would have to sit here for a minute before I went live to do that, if that makes sense. But thank now you, Zach. Thank you for the lemon, Zach. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, but now I feel like I can open it up quicker. Like, all I have to do is think about it, and I can feel the sensation. Yeah, I can open it up real quick with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. It's been all morning since six o'clock this morning. You know, well, you no, I get got up at six. I got up at seven. You got up after seven. Mm. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't up like eating it or rolling over and poking my poking eye. My eye out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Uh... <laughs> it seems like everybody's having a good time this morning. Yeah, they're all oh, laughing. Yeah. Huh? Just you be in here. I'm telling you, just you be in here. Zach's like, I wish you could be more. Oh, no, just showing up is cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> I wouldn't have the speedo pet. <laughs> you see what Amy wrote? <laughs> I wouldn't have the speedo pouch on the forehead. I look like morning. <laughs> you guys are that's something else, I tell you. Uh, Zach was up at five. Damn, Zach. Where's Zach from? Zach, where are you from? I forget, actually. I should know. Yeah, you should know everything. You're a woman. That's right. <laughs> Open up my shirt. Jesus. Just unzip my head. Plenty of vacant space there. <laughs> Oh, you guys are hilarious. I'm telling you. Uh-oh. How you doing, just Jim? Jim's over there. He's over moving. there moving. He's over in D-Live and moving. Moving. Mooning. Mooning. Oh, okay. The USA. That's great. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> what state? <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I'm asking is because we're from Alaska. Alabama. That's right. Oh, he's from Alabama. So he's what four four hours ahead of us. Yes. Okay. I have a good rock hammer. Pick if you want to borrow it, Eddie. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. All right, we should get this show started. Or we ain't even gonna get it over. How many uh, minutes we got? Uh, Heather's in got... Canada. No shit. Huh? What part of Canada, Heather? Oh, Heather. Yeah, I hear you, Jim. Just another Monday at work. I get that. State of confusion, Patrick. <laughs> that is true. I, around him, especially today. What? How dare you? I know. You see how I am? Listen, my neighbors are from... Alawakaba? <laughs> you guys, I tell you. We got uh, 17 minutes. 17 minutes. All right. We got 17 minutes till the magnets come home. Yes. For day number 15. 15. See, this is why we keep Andy around. I know, right? <laughs> Telling you. All right. So the first topic on today's list is Hollywood, Hollywood movies or horror movies and the true stories they're based on. Ontario. Very cool. I used to go to Ontario. Well, not all the time, but my aunt lived in Ontario. 
I'm originally from Western New York near Buffalo, so I get you, eh? <laughs> Andy. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure people on Blog Talk Radio are going, what the hell is wrong with them? Probably. <laughs> Probably. So, yeah, um, we're going to talk about uh, horror movies that were inspired by true stories. I mean, there's a couple of them, obviously, you guys know. We're at, we've all been around. We know the Amityville Horror. We're not going to talk about that one. Um, we are going to talk about The Exorcist. Of course, that was based on a real story. Excuse me, the touted as scariest, it's, you know, the scariest film ever. Which one? The Exorcist. Especially the remake where she walks, spider walks down the stair. That's not normal. That's <laughs> not natural. That's the shit that freaks me out. I was fine until... I'll, I'll tell you the story. You, you guys, like, I don't know if you guys. I don't like Andy anymore. Why? <laughs> what the hell ain't wrong with him? That's true, Andy. That is true. That's a shorter list. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, do you guys remember the show, the TV show Fear, with um, uh, on MTV? They used to where they put people in. They had to go to different haunted locations, but they were. There was only one or two of them that might go, and they had they were mic'd up, and the camera shown in their face. Wasn't they used it, to come on late at night. Wasn't it haunted houses that they went to? Uh, they usually, well, they went to like um, big places where they had to walk out, like prisons and stuff like okay. that. All right. But I I used to love that show. Oh my god, I love that show. Right. So I'm sitting there now, mind you, I lived in the apartment building. My best friend lived next door. Right. It's midnight. I'm sitting, my my chair is right next to my door, okay? So I'm sitting, I got the lights off, I'm watching TV, I got candles going, I think. Freaking just about a part in the, I'm watching Fear, and just as they get like a really nervous and scared or something's going to happen. But you know it's going to be a jump scare. My best friend's husband knocked on my door and scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. It's like midnight, you know what I mean? After midnight. And I mean, he wasn't, he's not a small dude. So he's like, his pounds are like cop pounds, you know? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's like, I, I remember jumping in my chair, freaking because of this. And then he's like, he comes over and I open up the door and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, he just scared the shit out of me. He's like, you got to see this. You got to come see this. And I'm like, what? So I go over to the apartment. We keep the doors open, of course, because the kids are in bed, right? And freaking, it's it's that new part in the movie where she's spider walking down the stairs. I'm like, really? You scared the shit out of me to see show me something freaky like that? <laughs> and he says you lost about thirty pounds of weight in a blink of an eye. <laughs> so the movie, The Exorcist, man, I I love that movie. I, I yeah, love I, it, but you know, I, that, you know, that didn't scare me though. No, it really, it really wasn't a scary. I, I think it was more not drama, but um, like Jesus Christ, I think Poltergeist made me jump more than yes. Yeah, Poltergeist did. made me jump definitely a couple times. Um. Oh, really? That's scary, Patrick. Was watching a spooky show and a cat jumped that, up next. That to would face. be a dead cat. See that shit. <laughs> 
It's not right. <laughs> that would be a dead cat. <laughs> I get pissed. Now, I don't know if you guys watch Amazon and Prime at all, but I like to go and watch the documentaries, and I like to go watch the ghost shows and stuff like that. I get so pissed when I'm thinking I'm watching a really good documentary. Like, these people are on par. They're not screwing around. And it turns out to be, like, a freaking stupid-ass movie, and it pisses me off so bad. Exactly, Andy. <laughs> the witch's crystal. No. Every time the witch showed the crystal, something bad happened. Well, our power went out. Oh, no, just as it happened. Oh, see, that happened to me. And he says that's how pets end, in, end up in orbit. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me when I was watching the first ever time I watched 13 Ghosts, which is my all-time favorite horror movie is 13 Ghosts. Um but yeah, that all of us were gathered in the living room watching the movie and freaking the power went out. And it's like, is that a bad sign? Should we not watch it when the power comes back? <laughs> Do you know what's even scarier than some of these movies, though? That game, Five Nights at Freddy. Yes. <laughs> I won't play that game. Everybody's like, play with so the white. If <laughs> anybody gets one of those card packs that say, play a certain game. I am not playing that game. Don't pick Five Nights at Freddy's because I'm, I'm just not going to play it. I'm having a problem getting through. What's the one that I got? Oh, Haunted Memories. Because it has, it shows it. When did you get that? I have had that since we lived in Batavia. Um, yeah, that that was right. Yeah. Nicole, on the first time I was on panel at Missy's stream, my batteries drained and the phone died. Yeah. I remember that. That was wild. Hey, Scoops. Hey, Scoops. But um, well, that's just as wild. As Haunted me. Memories has like a Slender Man theme, and like you'll be walking, you're in the dark, it's raining, you know, you're walking with a flashlight, and all of a sudden the lightning flash, and you'll see Slender Man like at the end of the road, and it's like. Mm, Patrick mm. says, "Wow, watch the uh, the old black and white version of the remake of Thirteen Ghosts." Really, I didn't know there was an old. Thank <laughs> you. I'm definitely going to check that out because I love Thirteen Ghosts. But like you were saying, uh, with Nicole's battery night draining, and it, that's like uh, the night with Eli mm -hmm. when I had the uh, portal box going, and he asked it a question, and there yeah. was a high screech. Yep. And then his computer shut off. Yeah. It was just, it was. Oh, hugs back to you. Just Jim said my favorite room was 140. Oh, 1408. No, it's 140. Nope. And you'll see a pop up. It says 1408. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, I know, Patrick. It's just this game, though. When you're in a video game and you're first person player, it just, it's scary. Yeah, matter of fact, that's right. Freaky Geek was in, the, in that feed when I did the portal box with Eli. Oh, yeah. That was wild. I mean, I've never heard that sound come out of the portal box. Right, yeah, that squeech, yeah, that squelch. And then all of a sudden, Eli was just gone. And then he came back and says, my computer just shut off. Right. But he had asked, I think he was talking or asked for his grandma. I think so, yeah, if I remember right. But How are you doing today, Scoot? So, hey, everybody, if you see Lucinda, wish her happy birthday. 
<laughs> I'm hoping she comes in. <laughs> just having a second time, huh? <laughs> I so, don't even know how I'd react the first time, but right, right. So the Exorcist was somehow somewhat based on a true story. Um, the 1973 film The Exorcist followed the story of 13-year-old Reagan, who, after a seizure, began so showing signs of demonic possession or possession, not depression. Um, Actually, it's when after she played the Ouija board. I'm, I'm completely confused why Freaky's asking that when I just said I used the portal box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, after medical testing fails and results, the doctor being the doctor being assaulted, Reagan's family attempted to have the demon, who apparently inside are forced out. Father Cars and Father Marin attempted to exercise the demon and attempt to save the girl from the possession with terrifying consequences. Um, and, you know, there are some really messed up scenes in that movie. The story, which is based on a boy, Robbie Manahan, also known as Roland Doe, was a 12-year-old boy, not a girl. And according to priests, the boy's attempt to contact his late aunt using the Ouija board, which after the paranormal activity started in the home, including unexplained noises and the occurrence of poltergeist-like events involving blankets flying around on their own accord. Robbie then began to show signs of possession, speaking in tongues and blisters and cuts would appear on his body. He was taken to a mental institution in St. Louis um, and where he was treated for both mentally and spiritually. It was here that the groups of priests started to perform various exorcism rituals to try and extract the demon. After a staggering 30 attempts, the priests were satisfied that they successfully banished the demon from Robbie's body. Now, I've heard, uh, I've heard two different stories. One that he died, but this one says that um, after the ceremony went on, he went on to have a very normal life. He actually has a successful career at NASA. And he's like, if my mother only knew that demon possession could lead to the working at NASA, I'm positive that she would have made me play the Ouija board every night. Um, the exact details of the story, including what some believe to be only a mild paranormal happenings, are highly disputed as the story has been passed down and retold in numerous versions. See, I also know that, you know, I've seen that he won't even talk to people about it, which I can understand. I mean, especially if you go through it. You lost your goddamn mind. Yeah, you know. But I will say, um, the Booth brothers did a really good job of... If if he didn't die and he went on to be successful at NASA, like, you're going to go in for a job appointment and tell him, oh, hey, you know... know." Yeah, I'm the one based on the... Oh, yeah, we'll hire you. You're you're our first astronaut. (laughs) Right, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, is Was it the Booth Brothers, Patrick? Spook Central or Spook TV? I think they. Yes, exactly. Andy. That is true, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so the hills have eyes. I've never watched this movie. It says the Carter family traveling through. Um, um. Thank you, Jackbox House Party. Thanks for following. I'm not doing and paranormal in history. Thank you for encrypted cryptids. 
all everything's popping up at once. <laughs> Thank you all for subscribing and following. Well, I, I don't see it. any of that on mine. I see it on mine. I'm special. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Annie. Yeah. It, it could have been the Booth Brothers one. Christopher and um, I always forget the second one. I have I don't know they're both on my Facebook but I can't remember. Um, thank you, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> oh, is that what that does? Okay, the Carter family traveling through the desert in an RV on vacation. Fall victim to a trap that causes their vehicle to crash. It's like this dead end. I hate that movie. The Bob, the father, Bob, heads to a nearby gas station in search of help when he learns of the deranged clan of cannibals. It is like that end. Um, living in the nearby hills. The hill people, led by Papa Jupiter, capture Bob, set fire to the camper, and take an infant hostage, among other violent acts such as rape, torture, and pet eating. The film is most notable for the one of Wes Craven's first, as well as starring a young Dee Wallace, best known as Elliot's mom, in the equally terrifying E.T. Yes, because that movie was... Well, I can't say that because when I was little and I watched <laughs> E.T., that did mess me up a little. I cried. What, E.T.? Yeah. You know, kind of. That I think I was too little to watch that. Well, I think we were all little when E.T. came out. True. So, anyway, the real story, the reality of this story, The Eyes Have Hills, is the film is reportedly inspired by the story of Sonny Bean, a Scotsman from the 15th or 16th century. The story goes that Bean was the son of Ditch Digger, who did not want to follow in his father's footsteps. So, as most young men do, he ran away with a girl and holed up in a cave by the sea. Because neither of the cave dwellers worked, they had to make do with ambushing travelers on a road, stealing from them, killing them, and eating their bodies. Bean and his wife had many children and grandchildren, all through incest, since they never left their cave except to go shopping. <laughs> I love how they put that. Never go shopping, talking about getting the travelers. And since when do young boys run off with women? They just run off. <laughs> They reportedly murdered and ate more than a thousand people before they were finally caught by King James, who later went on to write a Bible, I think. <laughs> they punished. <laughs> oh, my God. The punishment was almost as wicked as the crime, as the men were sentenced to death by blood loss after having their hands, feet, and genitals cut off. The women were forced to watch before they were all burned alive. Wow. <laughs> That's it pretty is, damn hard. It is disputed that the story might be false and only used in anti-Scott propaganda, as it all happens because Sonny or Sonny Bean would rather kill and eat people than put on an honest day's work. You know what? I, I hope I'm dead before they get to my testicles. <laughs> right? Barbecue. <laughs> uh, really, Skilk? You heard that one? Yeah, you cut your testicles off. 
Oh my god. Yeah, no, I'm not all about uh, ro- <laughs> Scooch says, yeah, she heard about it way back. Yeah, it's that's pretty neat. Uh well it's not neat, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I find it exciting. <laughs> The haunting in Connecticut, of course. Oh, hold on. Because uh, Scoop says Rocky Mountain oysters. Freaky Geek says any kind of oyster is gross. Freaky Geek, do you know what Rocky Mountain oysters are? Probably, but he's saying <laughs> that any type of oyster. I would rather gross. eat a regular oyster than a Rocky Mountain oyster. <laughs> what do I? Oh, no, I like clam chowder. That's what I like. Yes. Not New England clam chowder. Not, I like the white. You like. The, the normal. Oh, thank, thank you, you for the ice cream. For the ice cream, I appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah, they, they, you, you'll never catch me eating that crap. <laughs> I always have to sit there and think. I, My brain, this is how my brain works. I can't remember if I like clams or oysters. I only like clam chowder, but then my brain goes New England clam chowder, and I know that's not the one I like. <laughs> that is actually the one you like, the white one, New England clam chowder. No, New England clam chowder is red. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay. I will never have spaghetti and meatballs again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got to turn my camera off for a second. Is that Manhattan? Oh, is it time? It is time. Uh, New England is white. See, I've always... I don't know. I just asked for the non. You know, I'm I'm just been a cook for thirty years. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> wow, nice thing, uh, honey. I need dye. You need to dye. No, I need hair dye. What the hell are you talking about? I just bought you some a month ago. <laughs> well, stop stressing me out. <laughs> Do you hear this shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew New England was white, but she insisted it wasn't, so I just left it alone. <laughs> just like the white one. <laughs> oh, that's gross, Andy. <laughs> oh, God. It's white for New England. Okay. All right, guys. Don't yell at me. Y'all are yelling at me. All right. See? You you got a red spot where the magnet was sitting. Do I? Yep. Oh, I do. It's like in didn't. And yeah. It right didn't there. Press, it didn't feel like it was pressing in. And it didn't I mean even from here it didn't look like it was pressing in. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Jim. That's right. Don't feel insecure, especially Absolutely here, not. Don't feel that way, Scoops. Never. Yeah, that's the, I mean, the only way I'll eat clams is is in the chowder. Anybody that eats oysters or anything like that, it's like eating a booger on a half shell. Yeah. No, I can't do it. (laughs) My head almost went into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Wow. Turtles in a half shell. (laughs) Turtle power. I know, right? It, truly, it, not just spiritually or mentally, it, it truly is <laughs> <laughs> <in there. laughs> Do I have a red spot like you? No. 
that's wild. (laughs) (laughs) And you can't do smoked oysters. No. No, the papers get wet and you can't light it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, Haunting and Connect. Connecticut, in order to be closer to care for their cancer-stricken son, the Campbells moved the family. Uh, Are you saying Campbells or Candles? Campbell. Okay. Like the soup. Family moves into a home in Connecticut. The son begins to experience terrifying hallucinations, as do the family members later on. Soon the family learns that the home was formerly used as a mortuary. The supernatural events continue in the home, and it gets intensifying, turning violent. The reality of the story is in the 1980s, the Parker family moved into a home in Sunnington, Connecticut, in order to be closer to the University of Connecticut, where their son was undergoing cancer treatment. Unbeknownst to the family, the building was formerly a funeral home, something they discovered after finding embalming equipment in the basement. After the discovery, the family reported strange events in the home, such as sights and sounds of ghosts. An investigation later revealed the former morticians were involved in necrophilia. That's nasty. The home was exercised in 1988 to remove all the lingering demons. That is just wrong. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's one thing to be a, a nymphomaniac, <laughs> but to be a necrophiliac. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm bombing fluid in the basement. <laughs> see, I don't know. I don't remember seeing that. I don't see the problem is I've seen so many freaking movies that they're all jumbled inside, especially when it comes to like a haunting in the Connecticut, um, the haunted, the house on Haunted Hill. I mean, that all <laughs> they all run together. Yeah. <laughs> Which one am I remembering? Um, Scooks tilapia is a really good fish, it, it's, it's uh, a nice tender white meat. I don't like it for the simple fact that they're bottom feeders. They'll eat. Uh, they'll, like yeah, they'll basically, you can catch a tilapia with a little piece of bread and a hook. Right, right. But it's a really good meat, you said? Yes, it's very tender. And it, it, it's uh, quick to cook, too. Right. That's why it likes it. Anything quick like that. <laughs> Insidious, yeah, that, that was a good movie. Insidious, yeah. No, I've never seen Insidious. No, I have. Well, I might have seen it before you. I got with you, though. No, because Insidious, I don't know. It's the one with Harry Potter. My daughter likes that. Danielle likes that movie. She said the second one was stupid, though. Yes, I watch my, I let my 13-year-old daughter watch horror movies. So doesn't her father, because this is the world we live in. <laughs> Oh, my God, Andy. I'm not even going to read that for the people on podcast to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so the next movie is Audrey Rose. Audrey Rose is a little girl that dies in a tragic car accident. Two minutes later, Ivy Templeton is born. Fast forward 11 years, and Elliot Hoover, father to Audrey, begins to stalk the Templeton family in New York after he becomes convinced that Audrey was reincarnated into Ivy. Ivy begins to have nightmares and strange events occur, many similar to the fiery crash that killed Audrey. Elliot Hoover ends up kidnapping Ivory in an attempt to grant his daughter's spirit peace, a movie that lands him or a move that lands him in a highly publicized criminal trial. 
I don't think I've ever seen that. See? Sounds good, though. Heather says, no, that was the woman in black that Harry Potter was in. Not in City. Oh, okay. I still don't think I've seen this. Yes. See, you know, thank you people today. It, it, I know. It, I've really been off my game here. <laughs> wow, I've been twice it's just right in, in, in a day. Just write that on the calendar. Yeah, we better. <laughs> the reality of this movie is Frank DeFidelia, author of the novel and the 1977 movie, was inspired to create the book work of his son, Raymond. The boy suddenly began playing the piano like a pro despite no formal training or lessons. He claimed that his fingers were doing it all by himself. Defidelia sought to understand how Raymond could have gained such expertise on his own. He consulted a, a cultist who expressed that it was incarnation like In his skill, Raymond perfected a previous lifetime and carried it into the next. So the, what they're thinking is, is the spirit of this pianist? Right. Well, he was the pianist in a past life. It into his fingers. Right. It's kind of like memory, what's that called? Memory recollection? Yeah, I, 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 I know what you're talking kind about. Of like it's when, like a prodigy. Well, not even that. Just like kind of like when you're typing on the keyboard. Like I have to look at the keys for some of them. But if I let myself go, I know where all the keys are and I can type looking at the screen. But if I think about it, I have to go back to looking at the keys. Oh, don't worry, Ron, I won't, because she'll just use a needle and pop it. And and actually, Patrick says, uh, did you know the movie Red Rose, or Rose Red, is based on a true story? Really? Rose Red. I Yes, yes, because I love that movie. Wait, I remember that movie. Ron saying, say that again, Mr. H. Say what? What am I supposed to say? All right, Patrick. Hurry back, Patrick. Get cold memory. Memory, well, yes and no, Andy. The autopsy of Emily Rose. I've never... The exorcism of... It might have been autocorrect. The exorcism of... That's the next one on the list, actually. I'm not so much well read as badly read about. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read that twice. Right? So the next uh, the next movie is The Exorcist um, of Emily Rose. Yeah, that was a freaky ass movie. Attorney Aaron Bruner represents Father Richard Moore in court against homicide charges <laughs> after his attempted exorcism of Emily Rose Emily Rose, as shown in flashbacks, was believed to be possessed by demons. Her parents called upon Father Moore to exorcise the demons. As the attorney attempts to prove that Emily was, in fact, possessed and not <coughs> suffering from psychosis, psychosis and epilepsy, as the prosecution argues, the lawyer experienced strange happenings of her own. The story, the reality of it is the story of Annalise McKell, a German woman born in 1952 inspired the film. Annalise suffered from a depression and epilepsy and was given an anti-convulsion drug by her psychotherapists. That drug, along with other conditions, was believed to have caused her to hallucinate and hear voices. Annalise's parents believed she was possessed and arranged for her exorcism 
not execution. Yeah, she's she's being set up. That's for it. You're back. No, um, her <laughs> exorcism to be performed. off with her head. <laughs> As Father Renz performed sixty-seven exorcism sessions, Annalise stopped eating. She died in her sleep in 1976 from malnutrition and dehydration, weighing only 68 pounds. No, Ron, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> her parents and the priest involved in the exorcism were prosecuted later that year for neglect of homicide. They even went as far as to have the remains of Mikhail exhumed as a nun said that she had visions of the body not decomposing, and that was the sign of de demonic possession. When it was removed from its coffin, though, the body was found to be decomposing as normal. Now, what they do? Cut her head off? What'd you say? Wow, what? See, this? I think this magnet is screwing them up even. Do you, this is the kind of questions that I get throughout the day for the last couple of weeks. And I look at them like, or my, should I tell them, or it could have been like last year. My camera just did it again. Oh, focused in it, and out? It, yeah, it blurred out and then focused back in. Um, this is what he did. Well, no, not last year. Two years ago when right. we were in the camper. Why? What? With the whole sandwich thing. Oh, God. Went yeah, let's, let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> he went to take a bite of a sandwich and his other hand. Now, hold on. Jesus, she's leaving a part out. What? How high was I? <laughs> <laughs> so he was taking a bite of a sandwich and his other arm came up like this, his other hand, and he's like, it's like those, and he started moving like. He was trying to steal my sandwich. It's like the dog that scratches itself and thinks that it's no, another he's eating, No, he's, he's eating a, a bone. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And then his hind leg starts to come up. And he thinks it's another dog trying to. I, yeah. I looked at him like, what? Welcome back, Patrick. This is the shit you guys don't understand. <laughs> You guys just don't understand. <laughs> I can make every day fun. <laughs> yeah, fun. That's it. That's what you call it. <laughs> you laughed sometimes. Other times, it's just like, what the hell? Go to bed. <laughs> That's what he tells me because he's like, "You're bitchy. Go to bed." <laughs> you must be tired. The serpent and the rainbow. That was a movie, wasn't it? Yes. I thought I heard that name. I remember that name. Be yeah, be careful finger. finger foods. Exactly, Patrick. Well, I, I mean, it was a whole sub, though. Yeah. It, it was just like my other hand was trying to steal it. <laughs> Don't understand. Yep. So... Serpent Serpent in the I, I, I did hear about, I, I might even watch this, I ain't sure. The working for a pharmaceutical company, a ethobotanist, Dennis Allen is sent to uh, Haiti to research a drug used in Haitian voodoo in order to determine if the drug can be used as anesthesia. Allen finds a local witch doctor who claims he can make the drug, but Allen is arrested, tortured, and ordered to leave the country before receiving the drug. Alan flees the country, not, but not before forcing the drug out of the witch doctor. He returns home to Boston to meet with his employer. Wow, thank oh you, Ron. Oh, my God, Ron, thank you. We're coming for you, Mr. Chaos. <laughs> 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 thank you, 
Thank you, Ron, for that ninja guinea. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, very much appreciated. Um, hey, why is Tidy Web saying holy shit? Because that's what I wrote in that room. Holy shit, thank you so much. That's a big donation. I know, but you put holy shit in Tidy Labs? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, go on. So, so go to bed. Alan, <laughs> Alan flees the country not before forcing the drug out of the witch doctor. He returns home to Boston to meet with his employer, where the wife of his boss tells him in a possessed state that his death is in, intimate, not intimate, going to happen. Intimate. Yeah, that. That was. <laughs> God, this is what a day. I apologize for this. Welcome to our Monday. (laughs) Jim Jim over there laughing with a Ninja Turtle. No, it's not a Ninja Turtle. It's what it looks like on my screen. (laughs) Yeah, I know, Andy. That's right. Ron says nerdgasm. (laughs) The book. So the reality of the story is the book on which the film is based is believed to have been inspired by the events of the Haitian man. I know, right, Andy? Clavett. Clarabus Narcissus. Narcissus was was declared dead in 1962 after receiving a cocktail of drugs to mimic a coma. Is that that kind of makes you think? Well, that that's basically goes under the uh, like a doctor where they put them in a self-induced coma. Right. He was buried, but excuse, exhumed a few days later and given another set of drugs, which brought him back to life. In a zombie state. I don't believe it. Narcissus was forced to work on a sugar plantation for two years until his master died and he was freed and returned to his family in 1980. That's kind of crazy. And, and Patrick, I think you're right. And no, Heather, I don't, I'm not sure what song you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Witch doctor. Yeah. I called the witch doctor, and this is what he said. No, I don't know. Oh, my God. But, yes, Whatever. Patrick, you're right. Uh, people think pufferfish are really cute, but they don't understand how dangerous they are. <laughs> of course, one of the movies is The Mothman Prophecies. I love that movie. You know. I love everything about it. I mean, I don't love that what happened, but. We we watched. Uh, Eddie's never seen the Mothman prophecies. No, but we watched. Uh, what, what the hell group was that? That we watched a lot of groups that gone looking for paranormal state is the main one. Yeah, I think that's the one we were watching. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> stuck in my head. Thanks, shadows. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, wada, wada, bing, bang. Do you remember that? What is wrong with you? You gotta remember you know, when, that. When, when you say something like that, like the Rolodex. What, what I remember is uh, Chattanooga Juju. <laughs> Do you guys help me? <laughs> wow. I apologize for this whole freaking stream. Oh my god. No. Walla, walla, bing, bang. 
Yeah, Walla Walla Bing Bang. I know, I can think of the Chattahoochee Choo Choo. How those two even remotely. Who <laughs> was doctor is just as old as that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ooh. true, Patrick, yeah. Yep. In, 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 I won't even screw with pufferfish. It's not not even yeah, worth not worth it. What's Missy bleeding on about? Kim talk. <laughs> really, Andy? Really? <laughs> Don't worry, I didn't dime you out. She can read it. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mothman prophecies. Okay. John Klein and his wife, Mary, are involved in a strange car crash. Treatment for Mary's injuries reveal a brain tumor, which later kills her. Before she dies, she drafts odd drawings of a winged creature. Years later, John is driving in Virginia and unintentionally arrives in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. After Point Pleasant residents begin reporting supernatural happenings, including the collapse of the bridge that led to dozens of deaths, which appear oddly similar to Mary's drawings, John becomes obsessed with finding this mythical, mythical creature known as Mothman. No, that's the one that, that they, they kept seeing around that bridge yes, before it and collapsed. It, and then it collapsed, yes. According to the 1975, by the same name, John Keel, which you know John Keel from Hellier. Yes. When they went and interviewed the author, yes. Uh, we got to keep... Uh, the autopsy of Jane Doe uh, on memory. Scoop says you got to watch it. It's scary as hell. Oh, okay. Oh, definitely. Let me write that down. Yeah, it's called uh, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Is it going to make me jump? Yes, Scoop. Uh, yeah, John, John, John Keel is, is real. real. Yep. Yes. She, she says, don't watch it alone. Oh, <laughs> Thanks, Gooks. <laughs> so, the reality, according to the 1975 book of the same name by John Keel, Point Pleasant, West Virginia residents reported seeing a large-winged creature believed to be a possible alien in 1966 and 67. The creature, believed to be the Mothman, was white had red eyes, and was described as a flying man with 10-foot wings. In, in December of 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsed, killing 46 people. Investigators who attempted to verify these claims disputed the authenticity of the creature, stating that the residents likely saw a large heron or sandhill crane. A crane. Additionally, the connection of the bridge collapse was later declared unfounded as the collapse was ruled a result of structural defect. Uh, Nicole, I'm pretty sure autopsy is on 99% of everybody's bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. Matter of fact, it was the program earlier that we were watching when they were talking about the bridge and the yeah. Mothman and yeah, and, and they come to discover that he he wasn't there to hurt anybody. No, he was there to warn them. That's my theory of it. I still don't think he was there to hurt anybody. No, I believe the Mothman. That's why he's seen in different cities and everything like that. It, something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, I believe he's he's not like the harbinger of death, but he's the warner of of death. 
Well, you left me anyhow, and then things got worse and worse. Now I've gone completely. Yeah. What? What? I don't know. I am confused. Who left you, Ron? I didn't leave you. I would never leave you. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in death I'll leave you. No. <laughs> that was another thing last night. I when I was in somebody's uh, feed, and and they asked about reincarnation, and and I, you know, my belief. It, well, it's kind of like you're going to come back until you're done doing what you were supposed to do. Okay. And somebody says, "Well, this time reset." And and then it shot me back to what you told me. Can't reset time. Right. Time's man-made. Right. So time doesn't reset. Your your life might reset, but time doesn't. Right. You keep going. We're all living my theories. Um, and <laughs> as well as some other theory, you know, people's theories, it's not just mine. But um, is that we're living in past, present, and future at the same time. Oh, that's the same that's time. a lot of, to take in. At hey, Sid. hey, Sid. Because I, I, I believe we we're, we're made of matter. That that's right. all we are. Right, and we're living. That's why we can like rework our memories and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, Patrick. They, they, yeah. There's no way. There's no way I could do it. You're not the first one. There. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to stand that. It, it's not that. Uh, yeah, I've heard that, Nicole. What's that? Uh, it's kind of like when it comes to time and space, um, like the astronaut, the, the twins. As a matter of fact, I just read this last night. Since we were talking about the twin astronauts, do you know what I'm talking about? Sorry, I was reading what Andy said because Andy's got a good point. Okay, calm down. Well, you calm down. You're over there beating on the desk. Um, the twins with twins. The astronauts. One went up in space and one stayed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they, and they, they said that he, his brother, the one that went up in space, is now 3 or 0.13 milliseconds older than Just his brother down here. because of the time difference or the, 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 the difference in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, because of the time. It's going to take me fight, away. Fight, uh-huh. fight. <laughs> <laughs> Who's saying fight? Skook. (laughs) Believe me, that's nothing. (laughs) I'm made of a mix that don't matter and couldn't give a (laughs) fortune. Why didn't he just say the word shit? (laughs) Fornication isn't that. I know. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, again, I apologize for this whole stream. I'm not apologizing for a damn thing. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Ron says I can't type fast. <laughs> it sounds like me. <laughs> how does what? Uh, Scoots wants to know how to how Yeah, to I see that. Okay. <laughs> well, half the time you ain't paying attention, I got to tell you. You can do the I, you go I vote and then the whatever. I, 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 oh. <laughs> not I vote, but the qu- exclamation mark. Vote plus the whatever one you want. Oh, and you don't be for. mean like that. <laughs> what the hell? So, Henry, portrait of a serial killer. 
now Henry is a portrait of him, or, or are they saying this portraying? The no, this is the movie title Henry, portrait of a serial killer. Okay, sharing a home with Otis and Otis, Otis's sister, serial killer Henry mercilessly kills numerous women. On sharing a home with Otis and Otis's sister, serial killer. Oh, serial killer Henry mercilessly kills numerous women. On one occasion, Henry kills a pair of hookers picked up by him and Otis, with Otis witnessing the murders. As the killing continues, Otis becomes more and more involved in the murders. Henry kills hundreds, all without remorse, but also builds a relationship with Otis's sister as the two have similar backgrounds. The sister, the, the sister and, and Henry? Yes. Okay. That's the movie. The reality is it was directly inspired by serial killer Henry Lee Lucas and accomplice Otis Toole. Though Henry was convicted of 11 murders, the film took license with other killings for a dramatic effect. Henry allegedly confessed as many as 600 murders. However, many believe he only did so to improve prison conditions, not because he actually committed the crimes. He is one of the only cases in Texas where his death sentence was commuted to life in prison. Lucas died in prison of heart failure in 2001. That's the real life. That, that's like way off from what uh, the movie was. Kind of. Scoops is, and I, I don't think Scoops is understanding uh, how to do the vote. You don't have to put the ex- oh she's on BRB right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna try to tell you, but you you were too busy telling the story, so I was like, but yeah, uh, I I think she's having problems trying to figure out how to vote. Yeah, just don't put the when she comes back if you catch her. Nah, how the hell am I gonna catch her? I'm on the internet. <laughs> One of you guys, can you let Scoop know not to put the parentheses in there? No, I think when she put that there, I, I, I think that's what she thought how how to vote is is in chat. Do you know what I mean? Instead of going to the, the actual ballot. No, you don't go to the actual ballot. She did it right except for putting the parentheses in there. What is it? The main parentheses. Well, the little minus and less things. That minus and less? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. and less. Because oh. you know you can have well, less than minus. I need more coffee. <laughs> but what's weird, though, is, is, is uh, this girl getting involved with him. Well, he was staying with her and his brother. That, that's what I, I, I mean. I understand it, but he's out killing all these women. And the oh, and her brother even witnessed and then started helping him kill these people. So it became a two-person propaganda. Sounds like it, yeah. I've never seen the movie. Have any of you guys seen the movie? And, and they hid this from her? She, she never found out? or It didn't say. Well, obviously, they didn't hide it for long because he went to jail. Well, that's true. (laughs) So this movie, The Entity, 
This movie, I remember, I seen when I was young, and it scared the shit out of me. It, the name sounds familiar. Yeah. Single mother Carla Moran, Moran begins to experience paranormal happenings in her home and outside of her house, including violent rape by supposed poltergeists. She seeks help, enlisting the assistance of a therapist and friends. The witness, the friend witnessed an attack, which piques the friend's interest in the paranormal. Meanwhile, the therapist believes that the happenings are in her mind as some sort of regression to sexual assault that actually occurred when she was a child. Carla turns, it, <coughs> turns to other parapsychologists at a nearby college to investigate the demons, which result in an elaborate setup of her home in hopes to trap the ghost. I do remember this freaking movie, and it's, it did scare the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Heather. Yeah, exactly. This movie was scary. Hello again, Freaky Geek. Hello again, Freaky Geek. See, the name sounds familiar, but the movie I, just doesn't... I bet you wanted, when you start, if you started watching this movie, you'd be like, oh yeah, I remember. Because it's an older movie. Oh, I know it's older. Um, the reality is, is a Culver City, California woman, Doris Bither, reported being physically smelling it. Goddamn exhausted. Oh, that you, yeah. The Culver City woman, Doris Bither, reported being physically and sexually assaulted by a demon in her home. Two paranormal investigators were enlisted to the study of the happenings. The investigator experienced strange events such as floating lights and objects moving in their own within their home. Patrick. All of which was captured in photographs. However, the near witnessed any attacks on the woman and were unable to prove her claims. That is the entity. Isn't that where the lights come down? The Almost like poltergeist? I thought that, that kind of sounds familiar now. Uh, no freaky, uh, nobody popped the lid. They, because of the construction work they're doing outside the building here. Welcome back, Scoops. Welcome back, Scoots. Um, you did everything right. Just don't put the little... More than, less than. Yeah, that those little symbols. In. But uh, <laughs> outside, where they're doing the construction, we're getting a lot of uh, the diesel um, exhaust smell coming up into our room. And it, it's... It's the entity, Scoop. But yeah, I do remember that movie, and that scared the hell out of yeah, me. Yeah, it sounds familiar now. Yeah. The next one is Dead Ringers. There you go. Do you have to space it, or just... It doesn't matter. I, I, mean, I think it's, yeah. Yeah, that could be Freaky Geek. <laughs> that's why you're so giddy today, Eddie. No, that actually, that's... With made me wake up at six o'clock this morning with a bad headache. Usually I'll wake up and I'll have a headache, but my head hurts so bad that's what yeah. woke me up. Yeah. So the next one is Dead Ringers, which is identical twins, Elliot and Beverly Mantle, work as a successful gynecologist in their own clinic. They seduce their patients having sexual relations with the same woman and without the women knowing the difference. Beverly falls in love with a troubled with a troubled actress and seeks to distance herself from Elliot. After the actress finds out about the woman's sharing practices, she distances herself from the doctors, which leads Beverly to in a downward spiral involving drugs and depression. The reality of it is Stuart and Cyril, Cyril 
Marcus served as identical twin gynecologist in New York City in 75. Their bodies were found already partially decayed in their shared apartment, having died from barbiturate withdrawals. Their lives and eventual deaths were chronicled in a series of essays and, novel, and novels, all which ins were the inspiration for the film. Wow. That doesn't even sound like the film. I don't know why. I mean, no, honestly, that doesn't sound I'm like... thinking that maybe this lady Beverly, uh, or not Beverly, but um, the lady they found that Beverly fell in love with. So Beverly fell in love with a woman. Yes. And the woman was having sexual affair with the doctors. No, they were seducing their patients. They were drugging them. So the the, the women were doctors. They got a college of. There was identical trunk. Twins, Elliot and Beverly. Guy and girl. Okay. All right. Mother and sister. Now, now I'm getting right. Yeah. Wait a minute. You can't have identical twins, male and female. They they can't be identical. That's what they said. How can they be identical when one has a penis and one don't? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think that's where I was getting confused. Right, yeah. I know when it comes to this whole identical twin shit, he's like dead on. He's like, you can't have. <laughs> it, 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 see, even Freaky Geek says, I thought the story was about two brothers. No, it's a, unless one was named Beverly. Well, you never know. You know, there's no. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Heather just keeps laughing. <laughs> but so, I'm just. All I'm saying is you, 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 you can't be identical and, and you're a woman and a male. It, 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 just, it just doesn't work. I don't know. I'm not that in, into this. I'm not a doctor. Beverly is a man's name? I'm glad my parents didn't hate me that bad. <laughs> I mean, I know Kelly is and yep. Jamie is. And... It has to do with their facial name. Nope. That's not what identical twins mean. Oh, so maybe it was a both brothers then. But it didn't know because it says um oh wrong. I it helps to read the right story. Um pansexual. Yes, they are freaky. You, you're absolutely right. Oh no, you're right. Because Beverly falls in love with a troubled actress and seeks distance himself from Elliot. So Beverly wasn't okay, so it was two dudes. Okay. So it, just, oh. it didn't even help with their real name. One was Stuart and the other one was C Y R I L. C Y R I L. Cyril. Yeah. Sure, it wasn't Sybil. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but that's where I got that. I, I, I got so confused right from the beginning. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you typing it out, Scoop? I, I still. <laughs> It does not, I don't know how to pronounce it. Cyril? Cyril? Creel? 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 It was two goddamn guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a freaky movie too. Freaky geek symbol. Really? See, I didn't even... Cyril. Cyril? Cyril. You know what? I'm 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 just gonna give up that. Look, it was two guys. <laughs> oh, really? Was it really, Heather? 
Dylan and Cole Sprouse were the actors in the movie. No shit. When did that movie come out? Who's Dylan and Cole Sprouse? Dylan and Cole Sprouse are the ones that, um, well, now Cole plays on Riverdale as Jughead. Oh, really? Remember the two twins that played with Kim from Supernatural? Yeah. Their mom on the boat and in the hotel? No. You don't remember that? <laughs> my kids my kids know that one. <laughs> but that's where I was getting confused when you, you said the identical twins. That was my bad. That was my fuck up. Today. But, but the, whoa, I can't believe you just dropped the F-bomb. I did. There's, okay, three times I was wrong today. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> what confused me is you said identical twins, and, and you're saying one's a male, one's a female. I'm like, you're not identical, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zach and Cody, the sweet life of Zach and Cody, that's right. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, you know who Kim is on Supernatural? Yes. Okay. She's the sheriff, Joe. Yeah. I mean, she played their mom. They lived in a hotel. I know yeah, what you're talking about now. Shows if you don't keep That's track, right. If I don't keep track, nobody will. Oh, no. Trust me. I know how many times in a day she screws up. <laughs> I don't know. Andy might be keeping track over there. He keeps track of a lot of stuff. <laughs> Everyone hide. <laughs> What are you saying, Jim? <laughs> the world is now going to blow up. Missy's been wrong three times. She's off the rails. Run. <laughs> After today, I might think so. Holy hell. I it's it's between, you know, going outside and, and, and uh, smelling the diesel or the, the exhaust and then coming up here and smelling the bleach. Yeah. <laughs> Freaky. Summed it up right there. Yeah. Thank you, Freaky D. Welcome back, just Jim, or have you just been lurking? <laughs> I knew a set of identical twins that was male and female, and they looked like the same and had the same blood type. Um, they could also donate organs. Okay. I, 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 Shadow said the F bomb hide. <laughs> I, I just can't see how you, uh, you can be a male, female, identical. Uh, for, uh, what is it? Fraternal? Fraternal twins? Yeah. I can see. Oh, Jim's been lurking. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, no, no. I've been here the whole time. They also played in the movie. Yeah, they were the little boy in... in... Oh, is he the one that... He was the little boy that did the big old booger thing and then sucked it back up. I and... never watched that movie, but yes. You've seen... Yeah, you've seen Adam Sandler and Big Daddy. Yes, she has. If I have, I haven't paid attention. I mean, I know the movie. I know of the movie. To each other with rejection problems. That's awesome. That's awesome that they could do that. Seriously. I never, I, I, I just couldn't fathom it possible. But, you know, I'm not a doctor. So. <laughs> he just plays one on the internet. Yes. <laughs> so, Psycho. Psycho's the next movie. In the 1960s, Psycho. Marion Crane checks into the Bates Hotel to hide away after embezzling money from her employer. Little did she know that once you check in, you can never check out. Disturbed hotel owner Norman Bates is a huge mama's boy with lots of issues and a big knife. 
After Crane goes missing, her boss hires a private detective to find out what happened to her and his money. When he tracks Crane to the motel, he discovers more than he ever imagined. Hey, I, I think they're kind of having problems trying to figure out how to vote. Because Ricky just said vote. <laughs> the doctor said it was rare, but as embryos, they each develop different sexes. That's that, that's, that's, well, I, I mean, I guess it ain't impossible. When when a human being can be born with both sex parts. Right. So I didn't notice like I didn't notice way back when, but the movie Psycho was based off of a game. Really? The serial killer. Yeah, I never knew that. I, I found out like I mean I knew it today, but I mean <laughs> I didn't know it um like when I first knew about Psycho. Uh, much like the fictional character Bates, Gain was inexplicably obsessed with his dead mother. Although controlling, Gaines loved the loved the woman, and after her death, the serial killer spiraled. Gain began brutally murdering victims in Wisconsin, just like Alfred Hitchcock's Deranged Star. The similarities are haunting and numerous. That's crazy. Again, here's another one that I didn't know was off of him. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. A group of young adults pick up a traumatized hitchhiker. Instead of being rewarded for their good deed, though, they became a prey to a deranged killer, Leatherface. In fact, Leatherface's entire family is sociopathic, brutally harming or murdering anyone that gets in their way. Only one young person from the original group of five escapes harm. All the others die further than can contributing to the monster's collection of human thought. And, and, and he says, I think you should have a special edition of your show, Missy, and get Freaky to coast. If you can get Freaky Geek up here, Andy, I would love it. I Dude, dude I would die. So Letterface was based off of Ed Gain, too, which I can understand because he used to wear human flesh. Well, yeah, like a skinwalker. Yeah. Um, but I never knew it was about him. <laughs> Freaky says he damn near spit his tea out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you got. I, two, I would beg on my knees. You got two different scenarios based off the same guy. Yeah, pretty wild, right? Hey, actually, wasn't Leatherface before Chainsaw Massacre? Leatherface is the dude in Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, but he, you know. Yeah. That was his name? Yes. I'm kind of confused with what he's asking. I think I understand what he's asking. The next movie. Hey, I've been waiting for you oh, to go I you, you, I was because waiting. I can tell when you tell when you when you want me to shut up. So I, I'm sitting here reading, and you're just sitting there like Gregory Wilson's "The Girl Next Door" is perhaps one of the most depraved horror films ever made. I've never seen this. Released in 2007, the movie is chilling not because of a chainsaw wielding serial killer or twisted poltergeist. The true villain villain is both 
more human and more horrifying than any scary movie lover could imagine. A young teen, a young teen girl, Meg, is the title character and most sympathetic. After her parents die in a car accident, she and her younger sister are fostered by a mom in the neighborhood. Nothing goes well for the orphan girls, and Ruth, the woman who takes care of them, is evil, adulterated. She beats Meg, burns her, taunts her carelessly. Few adults believe the victim's claims, though, in fact, the young teen tries to seek help. She is brutalized further. Ruth allows her biological sons to rape and assault Meg. Eventually, the innocent girl dies from neglect and abuse. Her sister barely makes it out of the toxic house alive. I've never seen this movie. It, that doesn't even sound familiar. Sorry, I just get that. My, my wings are starting to sprout. <laughs> the reality, unfortunately, Wilson's film is based on true events in a book written by Jack Ketchum. Sylvia Likens and her sister Jenny were true victims of, a, of this Indiana crime. The girls' parents, Lester and Betty Likens, boarded the girls in Gertrude Benzewiski's house for $20 a week. When Benzewiski received payment late, she began to brutalize the children. Sylvia was her main target. She beat the young teen, sexually assaulted her, and encouraged neighborhood children to join in the depravity. So they, they were like, you say that they were orphans? No, in the movie they're orphans, but in reality they're in a, living in a boarding house. Okay, they're, they're so twenty dollars a week. This was on October 26, nineteen sixty-five. Oh, nineteen sixty-five. I'm like, found, damn it, I need to pay that kind of rent. Yeah, right. <laughs> Police found Sylvia's fatally mangled body with over a hundred and fifty wounds and bruises. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Heather, for the lemons. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. She ain't never going to get the we part down. I it's know. always about her. Don't worry about it. Shockingly, Ben, ben is a Wiskowski, whatever the heck her name is, was released from prison, a life prison sentence on parole. She died a free woman. That was That's crazy. Would that be about a microsecond after Missy's fist impacts Eddie's chin freaky? Oh, about when I'm going to take flight? <laughs> <laughs> that, that took me a hot second to put it together that he was actually commenting towards what Freaky said. Right. Because right. I made the comment that my wings are starting to sprout. The right is a... So the next movie is The Right. And I sort of remember this movie. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, it's a 2011 movie based on Matt Baglio's book, The Right, The Making of a Modern Exorcist. Directed by Mikkel Hestron, the horror film documents the life of a young man who enters the seminary to receive a free college education. Michael, the main character, does well in a religious environment, though. One particular priest, who's played by that guy that plays all the bad people. He played in, he was the bad one in um, Speed. Uh, Patrick's saying, he says he remembers hearing about that on the news and uh, a story about evil cases in the world. Oh, really? And Andy's trying to get me in trouble. If you read what he says, I take it Missy still ain't watched all the 24-hour stream. <laughs> he might find himself in the past, then Andy, <laughs> and for the future. 
screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> One particular priest noticed and assisted the young man's venture to Rome to receive exorcism training. Michael goes, still skeptical, until he meets a young girl that seems quite possessed. Michael's tutor, Father Lucas, <laughs> fails to exorcise the girl when she dies. The demon, Belle, inhabits the priest, and Michael has no choice but to perform an exorcism on his own. Now, he's doing this on a dead girl. No, when the girl died, the, the, the demon went into the father. Okay, all right, all right. Now he's trying to do an exorcism on himself? No, the, uh, the no, his Her daughter. father. No, the father of the priest that exercised her. He was in training. Ah, uh, I got what you're saying. But the priest, or the... Dennis Hopper. Who's he? That, that, I mean the name? The name sounds familiar? Yeah. Dennis Hopper, he's the one that plays the bad guy in Speed. He's the one that plays the bad guy in everything. You know, I know, I know what you're talking about. He's the bad guy in, in um, Phone Booth. Yeah. I, I know who you're yeah. talking about now. See, they're all trying to get me in trouble right now. <laughs> <laughs> At least we don't talk behind you. It's absolutely freaky, and even if you did, I wouldn't care, but Jim saying what happens on Eddie's channel stays on Eddie's channel. <laughs> See, Jim, no. Here's the thing. Shadows can go back and look. <laughs> oh, that's, that's like creepy, Andy. About, um, one by one, this bad spirit moves through a family. Yeah. It does sound like that, though. Until it, Yeah. <laughs> Jim, cough, cough. <laughs> that kind of sounds... That'd be wicked. Yeah, no shit. So Poltergeist apparently was based off a true story. Well, not that they wrote it off of her story, but it says this cult classic is based on a real story and the based on James Her Herman and Lucille Herman of Long Island, New York, and how their family experienced real poltergeist activity when they watched the, the when they moved to a new house. When Lucille was asked if she watched Poltergeist movies, she had a chilling response. I never saw Poltergeist. I felt I had my own nightmare. It's one thing to watch a scary movie. It's a whole different thing to watch your, when your actual life is one. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go through the turmoil and, and the pain and, and the surprises, of course it's going to be different. Right. These guys are just—I'm I'm blocking every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Andy. I believe that one. When the hell am I going to be a new daddy? Oh, sure. The hell ain't going to be with me. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. What's the movie? So they say. Huh? Yeah, yeah, Heather, you're right. Um, I oh, know Kurt's. the little girl that played. I, I thought it said Cruz. That's why I'm like. There's I've a heard Cruz. a couple different stories. I believe she died of appendicitis, or she had another disease. Um, 
everybody that was involved in that died of some kind of organ failure. The oldest sister. My favorite Poltergeist movie is the second or third one. The one where they go to uh, they go live with their aunt and uncle in the high rise. That's my favorite one. But the, the big sister of her, she ended up dying. There's a lot of people on it. It's the people, it's like the people that wrote the Necronomicon or the Ninth Gate. That was a good that, movie. That was I just saw up. that movie for the first time, what, about a month ago? Uh, yeah, like a month, month and a half. Yeah, with Johnny Depp, the Ninth Gate. That was a good movie. That was messed up. But the Necronomicon, all to piece all together, is supposedly going to cause paranormal activity and demons in your house. And uh, so they had a, with the Necronomicon, that's separated. Yeah, Heather O'Rourke. Yeah. Where is she? Oh, I see it. Yeah, it cures the production. Yeah, exactly. So, Nightmare on Elm Street. For casual horror fans, it might come to a surprise that this 80s horror thriller from Wes Craven was inspired by actual events, particularly disturbing moment in world history in South Asia after the Vietnam War. After the end of the Cambodian Civil War in 1970s, the Communist Party of Kampechua took control of the country and killed over a million people under the rule of Poi Pot. This Cambodian genocide was done this was done are the killing fields and Wes Craven was inspired by a family that escaped them to the United States. But one of their children ended up still having horrible dreams about being murdered. Wes Craven explains in his own words, in 1999 interview, the history of nightmare on Elm street is kind of interesting. I read a newspaper article in the LA times about an immigrant, um, a recent immigrant to the United States, a young man who had complained to his parents about severe nightmares. I think they were from Cambodia. And he was assured that the nightmares were not that unusual. He shouldn't be so afraid. He started staying up and refusing to sleep. The family became concerned and they sought help of a doctor. The doctor, of course, prescribed sleeping pills. The young man apparently took them and the end turned out he did not. Oh, apparently said that he was taking them, but he didn't. He was taking them and putting them aside. He had a coffee pot in his room after a while to stay awake, and nobody quite knew what to do. At one point, he was downstairs watching TV in the middle of the night, and he fell asleep. His family noticed, finally, that he was asleep, and they brought him to his bed. The whole family went to bed themselves, thinking, thank God, he's finally sleeping. Then they heard the screams an hour later, ran to his room, and he was thrashing in his bed. Patrick says that there's a book. It's also called uh, uh, The Bible of the Dead. Yes. That's an Economicon. Yeah, well, no. it's. I think he's... Because yeah. I'm watching chat, and Freaky was kind of not understanding what a Necronomicon was. Necronomicon? Yeah, that. And, and he's just saying that it's uh, the Bible of the Dead. Then he heard screams an hour later, ran to his room, and he was thrashing in his bed. By that time they got to him, he was dead. So did he, you know, and what makes this true story even creepier and unbearably morbid 
is that many of the young men that fled Cambodia during the genocide also experienced the same psychological terror, which is later classified as Sun's disease, which is sudden explained nocturnal death syndrome. Well, isn't Cambodia like one of the countries where voodoo is like widely practiced? I don't know, but this came from a whole genocide of people killing their people. And he's asking Pastor if it's on audiobook. I doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. These it's days. not what it's not a book to be messed with. Yeah, I had, not, I had it, a copy of the book, and even with that, what? I had a copy of the book. Oh, I'm glad back, you said had. Yeah, we, no, yeah, no. Way back when, like Taylor was a baby, I had a copy of that book, and that it just. You could even though it was a copy of the book, you could feel the. You could still like, feel the, the it, evil. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I read about the mad. That's yeah. not something you want to even put your the hands mad, on. The mad Arab. But most countries have some form of sorcery. No, yeah. no. I I know there's voodoo, and I can't I can't think of what hoodoo. Uh, no, no voodoo. Okay. The like voodoo it, that it, you it's do? like down near like Nigeria, um, like ah, uh, where the hell did they go in what, South Africa. Yeah, it's Cambodia, all that kind of area. I know they practice voodoo. But it's, it's some of it is, you have to really look into it. Because voodoo is not, that's the more spiritual side of it. Hoodoo is more not so nice side of it. <laughs> is Cambodia Asia? Is it? I don't freaking know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know where Valdez, Alaska is. Child's play. Child's play. Can anybody guess what child play? Yeah, hoodoo is not nice. Um, although I do know some hoodoo practitioners. I know. I, did you fart or was that something outside? <laughs> Oh, it's a truck starting up. I hear it now. Wow. (laughs) Holy crap. Can anybody... What doll child's play is based on? Does anybody know? Anybody? I know... uh, No. Well, yes, Chucky, but I mean, what is that? (laughs) All right, I have to give you that, Heather. It, yes, Chucky, but that's not. <laughs> yes, Eddie does. Eddie can fart like a V8. Well, I hope you never seen me fart. <laughs> oh, no, you were answering uh, shadows. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, which I surprised, it's actually, no, my buddy, that's another freak one, too, yeah. Um, that was a freaky doll in itself. <laughs> my, my buddy, buddy my, my buddy, buddy and me. <laughs> um, it's actually based off of Robert the doll. Who the hell is Robert? You know, you've never heard of Robert the doll. You've seen oh, him, obviously. No, hold on. Wait, which one's that? I'll I'll share it so you. Know. No, I'm good. You ain't got to share it. No, that's Robert the doll.
that looks like a potato with a bunch of things stuck in it. <laughs> You've heard of Robert the Bell. We watched too many things to know. So, anyway, remember that evil, but also the kind of comical killer, Bell Chucky? That little guy was inspired by a real-life voodoo doll. Robert the Doll, in the 1900s, a, younger bo- a young boy, Eugene Robert Otto, was given a doll. Just like Chucky, the doll ended up terrorizing the child and other children that would inherit it. Now in a museum and advertised as a doll suffering from demonic possession, the staff where the doll is head in Key West reports strange things around it. Staff members report that Robert's facial expression changes, hearing demonic giggling, and he have even seen Robert put his hand up to the glass. The doll. Yes. You can see Robert, the doll does not really look like Chucky, but the doll is where the whole horror franchise started. Robert the doll is very, I don't know. I get like, I get mixed emotions with Robert the doll. I don't not believe in him. I believe there's definitely some sort of energy around them, around him. Um, But it's a very weird, I don't know. I'd be more worried about Annabelle. Looks like Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, I never knew that Chucky was after Robert the doll. That's pretty wild. I recognize patterns and things. <laughs> Dead ringers. Oh, we already read that one. Never mind. I lied. Oh, see here. There's number four. Silence of the Lambs, of course, was made from Yeah, we, we know that. And children in the corn. We know fire in the sky was <laughs> Travis. Did you hear about all the drama with Annabelle lately? Yeah. Oh my God. They. It, it, you know what? And this is. I, you know what? I'm. I'm gonna let shadows tell you because this is uh, something that um, she personally received from Zach Bagan himself. I actually. Um, I don't like Tony. I don't like Tony Sparrow. I don't, I think he has a holier than thou attitude. Um, I actually commented on Zach's, uh, post the other day. And I, I, I actually, I gained more respect for Zach. Now, mind you, I watched Ghost Adventures for, I want to see what equipment they're using. First of all, that's my main thing. That's pretty much why we watch it. But it's something that, um, Ghost Adventures is something of, um, I watch it more for entertainment purposes. Um, but I commented because I, to me personally, and this is just my opinion, Tony has a very holier than thou attitude about things. Like I've got the Annabelle who, you know what I mean? Type of thing. I don't like people like that. You know what I mean? So I did comment on Zach's and he said, thanks, Missy. But, um, because I told him, it's true. I told him, I said, I I gained more respect for you over this post because of the fact that all the shit that he's taken over this year, these years. Zach Bagan is taking I mean, a he's lot, taken a lot of, of shit in criticism. <laughs> and I told him, and I'm honest with people, and I say some of it for me. Not that that means anything, but 
you know, I've talked bad about Zach. I have. Um, yes, you're right. Tony was way off base. Yeah, exactly, Heather. I just think Tony, I've never, since Tony Sparrow come, come around the community and everything, I really, he's out for the money. He wasn't, like, Lorraine and Ed would never have taken freaking Annabelle out of that case, let alone had taken her around on a plane in a suitcase. You know, the points that Zach brings up are, to me, quite valid. They're, they're right on the money. You know what I mean? You would never see Ed in, in Lorraine. That, 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 that doll would have never left that case. Right. It, it would have stayed right there. Yeah. And I mean, to me, it's just. And and then and I, I love how Zach went on to, to publicly embarrass him, saying you didn't have a problem taking thousands of dollars. Exactly, Jim. Yeah. Like he said, first class tickets for Annabelle. Yep. You know, I mean, you're endangering a whole freaking plane of people. But yet you can't understand that somebody being, I mean, and I'm just saying, I don't know. Like everybody in the community, like Jason Haas has spoken well, about Well, no, it, that's not true, Nicole. About, <laughs> she's saying in Ghost Adventures, every ghost is a demon. Well, she's she close. close I, yeah. I, not all of them. Yeah. Um, somebody was tempting feet. But yeah, exactly. It. You ain't lying, freaky geek. And <laughs> Heather, you're right. Tony is seeing dollars. Jason Haas has commented on that. Like, calling yourself a paranormal investigator. No, he got, because he's Ed and Lorraine's son-in-law. That's how he got to where he is. You know? I mean, I don't know what went on with them and Johnny. I mean, I know Johnny loves his aunt and uncle very much. And why he didn't get to stop, he just might not have had the room. Maybe he didn't want it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Something so like I'm that. not going to even speculate on that. Something like that. You didn't know. You ain't leaving that to I don't want it. Right. But don't put it in the hands of somebody that's going to, you know, put all these lives in jeopardy. Right. But hey, I, I think the biggest thing I hate about Zach, and we've gone over this, is when you do uh, uh, EMP, no, EVP, huh? EVP. I know. I, I, I know. Started I started going back EVPs. <laughs> what I hate is 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 don't post up what you think it said before I hear it, because then it's it, it's subliminal messaging, and that's what you're going to hear. Let me hear what the hell it says, right? Before you tell me what you think it said. And don't get me wrong. Like, I don't usually talk about things like this when it comes into the drama and the paranormal. Whatever. That's why I left 10 years ago. You're right, Heather. That's exactly how Tony got his five minutes of fame. That's what, you know, that's why I left for my 10-year hiatus. I was so sick of the bullshit that went on in paranormal. We're all trying to figure out the same thing here, people. You know what I mean? But, um... Even Tony's videos on YouTube. I mean, it's not something like I'm just putting it out there because, you know, oh, I'm siding with Zach because no, it's not that. I've watched Tony's videos on YouTube. I don't like, I just don't get a good feeling from him. I've never met him in person. Maybe his whole attitude's different. Is, is the floor shaking? I think the washer's on. That's weird because it's usually shaking a hell of a lot harder than that. This is just a, like a little rumble. 
that was from you moving your hands. I know. That's why yeah. That's why I picked up my Sorry, hands. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the precautions you got to take. But, um, no, I mean, it's not, I'm just not, you know, I, I, like I said, maybe he's totally different in person. From what I've heard, he's not. But what can I say? Well, if you got Zach talking about him the way he did, then he's no different in person than when he is on on. He, I don't understand how Tony can, you know, like he was so into bathing himself in holy oil and, and stuff like that, or holy water and touching Annabelle and stuff like that. But he can't come to the realization that maybe Annabelle. We're, we're, I, I'm not quite sure, Patrick. Wanted to, you know, get touched by Zach. Do you know what I'm saying? And freaky, that's exactly it. You know, don't. Tell me what I think I hear. Let me listen. We thought, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it, it's odd. If it's the washing machines below us, it, it's not a normal shake like we normally get. So, in here, it, it, it can happen at any time. You have no idea. It's, yeah, Nicole, I agree. Um, some streams. Are That's why you see me looking over here somebody. because I have a exactly Nicole. I have a lamp that has this. See if I can get any. Little it bit has more. A little, little bit more. A little bit more. There you go. Right there. This chain right here. So, and my pendulum. So, I look over there to see if they're shaking. If they start shaking, <laughs> then we know we're going into earthquake mode. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I know what you meant, Freaky. Hell, I can't, I can't even say it. I usually say EMB or something. <laughs> <laughs> but she knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah, just. Don't put into my head what you think I want to hear. I I want to hear it for myself. Yeah. All right. What else have we got to go over? We got uh, uh, 17 minutes left. Black water. I've never seen that. I've never even heard of it. Apparently, it was, uh, I guess, uh, here's a creature based on real-life animal attack in Australia through suspenseful storytelling Set in mangrove swamps of northern Australia, the movie gives a dramatic retelling of a crocodile attack. It began as a fun day out, quad biking. I don't know what that is. In Australian outback, but ended in disaster. One with one young man killed an, a crocodile and his two friends perched all night in a tree while the predator circled below. Ooh. Um, Skooks, that's not necessarily true. Um, just because you go to search for something doesn't mean... I can understand what she's saying, though. Because if you meddle... If you meddle, you'll... Yeah. But no, because it goes along the same lines as a damn spirit. If they want you to see them, you'll see. You'll see it. Right, right. If you go looking for it, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to find it. Okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, too. I get both points. Of course, we got The Conjuring, my friend Donna. That, that was a good movie. The Conjuring, you yes. like The Conjuring? Yes, I love, I like that movie. That was uh, a little on the uh, uh, <laughs> demented side. <laughs> My friend Dahmer, of 
course, obviously, was about Jeffrey Dahmer. Which is that one, uh, uh, stiff as a board, light as a feather? Yeah. That one was pretty wicked. Uh, the Netflix original tells the story, uh, extremely wicked, shocking, evil, and vile. This is on Netflix, I guess. It's about Ted Bundy. Oh, God. The Zodiac Killer. We watched that. that yeah, that, that, that messes your mind up bad. The Zodiac Killer? Yeah, that that's freaky. That was a freaky movie. Um, deranged. Ever loved someone so much that you kept her body even after death? This 1974, again, about Ed Gain, is exactly that, inspired by the life of America's most notorious serial killer, Ed Gain. You're, you're, you're right, Freaky. Uh, uh, I, I, there is a game, or, uh, well, they call it a TV show, but it's not really a TV show, but um, people that do it online, it used to be rumored that when you did it, Soon after somebody was dying. What TV show is this? Uh, was it uh, The Conjuring? How come I never heard of this? You know, I would have been right there watching it trying to play the game. <laughs> See, I, I, I look at it this way. You know, being, being uh, uh, into the paranormal and everything, you can't go out looking for it because you won't find it. If they want you to see them, they will show you. And we still got to go back because we, we got to upload uh, from our connect. Yeah. And and we got to edit. Uh, our SLS camera. Yeah. But we got to edit out some uh, uh, voice <laughs> stuff in there. <laughs> no. Nothing like that, you dirty-minded bastards. <laughs> but we caught uh, two on our SLS camera at the same time. Has anybody seen the movies of Possession? I haven't seen that. That happened in 2012, came out. This movie is based on a real haunted Dybbuk box story. Whoever bought that box faces its consequences. Is this on the real Dybbuk box? This the, like the one that Zach has in his museum? That Dybbuk box? Have you seen it? I know I haven't seen it. Numerous owners of the box reported strange things happen, happening to them on eBay. So you're looking for a box to keep your wine bottles safe? What? I don't I'm, even fucking know what that means. I'm confused. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. I have no idea what the hell you were just talking about. But how to go from a box to a wine bottle? I don't know. So this movie is based on a real haunted Dybbuk box story. Whoever bought that box faced its consequences. Okay. Okay. Numerous owners of the box reported strange things happening to them on eBay. So they bought the box. They Then they'd resell it because they didn't want it no more. And then they're asking, so are you looking for a box to keep your wine bottles safe? I don't know. I think that would probably because nobody wants to open it. Yeah. So you put a wine bottle in there, that bitch is going to be in there for a thousand years because ain't nobody opening the damn box. Wow. <laughs> Deliver us from evil. 2014. Okay. Like exorcism, uh, the exorcism movies with twisted old tricks. This is what you say 
this is what will save you. It is based on a book called Beware of the Night, which is based on non-fictional events. Book yourself in for this. So deliver us from evil. I think I've seen that, but I don't know. Light as a feather. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly, Patrick. Exactly. I've seen new, yeah, definitely. And they're like, and a lot of them are like, well, why is it haunted? There's nothing around there. It's usually deals with the land or, or something that they possess in their, you know, home or, you know, or them themselves. Yeah, I mean, who wants, you know, hey, if you're a ghost, who says you don't want a new home? The hell? <laughs> Eating alive. Talking about alligators, apparently. Fire in the sky. We already said that. Curses of Zodiac. Of course, that's based on the Zodiac killer. <laughs> Silent House. It's an independent American horror movie based on a real incident in Uruguay. If you like real-time footage in your horror movies, then this has it. Ooh. Silent House. No, maybe I'm thinking of... Silent Hill. No, I'm not thinking of Silent Hill. I'm thinking <laughs> The House at the End of the Street. Or That that was a wild movie. Or the one with the glass house. I don't know. I'm See, so many freaking movies in wasn't my head. There one, wasn't it a house with the glass windows? Is that the one I'm thinking of? It might be uh, the house with the glass windows. I checked in the house that turned into be a pill. I don't know Oh, wow, Patrick. Both in the night and during the day. Not always fun, but I didn't catch what Patrick said. Uh, Patrick said he checked out because they were talking about like it's not only old abandoned houses that are haunted, there no. are some new houses, you know, and it could be something, some object or something that you brought in, right? He said, I checked out a new house that turned out to be an old, built on an, a forgotten potter's field. That's what it was called. Thank you, Heather. The, the glass, glass house, house. yeah. Yeah, I, I knew, think that's what I'm getting mixed up with this movie. I, I, I knew it was I something know. like that. I knew I was close to the right name. <laughs> the Dentist, 1966 movie. The one thing we know for sure is that after seeing this movie, your next visit to the dentist will be really hard. It's based on a dentist who turned out to be a serial killer. That's why I just had him rip all my teeth out. Yeah, right? I never got to go back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wolf Creek in 2005. What's your mom saying about not talking to strangers? Stranger danger. This movie is basically loose, loosely based on two men, Ivan Millett and Bradley John Murdoch, and their crimes. This movie will send shivers down your spine. That's true, too, Heather. No, 13 Ghosts is my favorite movie. I gotta check out the. No, what I'm saying about version. Heather, it's, it's she says it, it it's the land that's haunted sometimes. Exactly, yeah. What what movie? Scoop, I'm sorry. This is Wolf Creek. The dentist is the dentist that was a serial killer. Um, and Silent House. 
That sounds familiar. It sounds familiar, but I think I'm mixing it up with one of the other houses. And no, because <laughs> Silent House sounds vaguely familiar. Um, be careful of things you buy at a yard sale. It could have a spirit. You're absolutely right. Even in Patrick, not even a yard sale. Be careful of uh, uh, like Goodwill or you know Salvation Army and things like that. It's it's hard. Yeah, yeah. You you never know. Definitely. Um, we're down to about seven minutes. Well, I mean, well, we can go as of, long as we want. But. That was the end of the movies. <laughs> but that was, uh, uh, I have goodwill stuff, all good. I'm not saying that it's all haunted. It's just you never know what you're going to encounter. So this person, um, I, I'm done with the movies. I, I went through the whole list that I could find. I mean, I'm sure there's a million more out there. Oh, God, yeah. You know. Um, so since we only have seven minutes left, or six minutes now. Um, <laughs> now she's paying attention to the time. We'll do the short little stories from the Reddit about poltergeist. And I want to hear your guys' opinion. Like, they, this person's asking a question. Basically, they're like, um, I don't know if it's a he or she, but they're like, thank you so much for thank the you, Scoop. Scoop. Thank you so much. Yes, Patrick, there was a movie called Silent Hill. Yes, yes. I love that movie. Yeah, and, and if you get a chance, go check out my feed. I put a little video up uh, called Silent Hill. That's twice now that it's happened here that that uh, I felt like I was in Silent Hill, the movie. Like if, like if the tsunami warning started going off, I would have freaked out like Oh, absolutely. Because I've been like, oh my God, we're in Silent Hill for real. But if you get a chance to check it out, I, I, I titled it uh, Silent Hill. Valdi style. Yeah. <laughs> so this person, I don't like. I said, um, I don't know what um, if this is a person, a guy or a girl, but it says this is my first time posting here. I'm sure I'll be sharing dozens of stories here, as a lot of them I've never gotten to tell anyone, and I enjoy sharing them. So I had a strange encounter and experienced paranormal things since before I can even remember. I wonder, can things act like poltergeist followed an individual? I ask because I'm in almost every house I've lived, I've experienced activity, mostly very similar. Two separate homes I lived in, the, in the same town, had almost exactly the same activity. Doors opening and closing, lights turning on and off, loud bangings, things falling and disappearing, that sort of thing. The first house got pretty intense before I left. The kitchen light fixture was torn from the ceiling. A window was torn out of the frame, and I kept coming home or waking up to all the doors, cabinets, drawers open, and saw an energy entity in my bedroom. The next house I moved into, same thing happened, and I saw the same energy figure. Things in the house escalated much faster. Lights unscrewing themselves, hearing talking, hearing footsteps running towards you, Doors slamming, things getting broken. But since I moved to the other side of the country, everything stopped. Gradually, though, our lights have began to flicker when I entered the room. Our doorknobs occasionally jiggle on their own. And have re we recently started seeing things move out of our peripheral vision. 
A month ago, I swear I heard my husband, oh, it must be a female, my husband open up our front door and say something to me. Upon investigation, he was still at work. Our cats have reacted to all incidents and have randomly, have gone around randomly hissing with their tails fluffed up three to four times in the last few months. Very out of character for them. They're super non-aggressive kitties. We've lived here for a year without major incident, but things are progressing similarly to the past. Could it somehow be the same thing, or am I just paranoid? So to me, I mean, I don't know about you guys. With me, I feel I can understand that, Jim. Jim said I dealt with a poltergeist under once in a nursing home when I used to work at. But one thing everybody has to understand, a poltergeist doesn't always mean it's evil. It just means that there's actual physical activity. Well, see, poltergeist to me is somebody in the household. They have abilities and they're not used to, you know, like with me with with electronics. That's not a that's, no, that's not what a poltergeist is. That's your take on it. I have my own opinion. Wow, you know, okay. Oh, calm down. I was gone. You're the one that just went, that's your take. Right. Well, to me, poltergeist is brought on by a human. Mm. Okay. But it's got to be something attached to you for you to be able to have that poltergeist. Not the way I look at it. Okay. I don't believe. Excuse. Fight, fight, fight. I don't believe. Don't worry. I, the real fight will happen when we get off. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's the thing. We we do this and then it like disperses. It's like 10 minutes later, we're laughing and going out and have a cigarette. Which is about now. <laughs> no, but um, this is the Irish way. <laughs> Yeah, and imagine that I'm Irish and German. <laughs> to me, to me, poltergeist like when I shut off electronics or shut off lights when I'm pissed. That's I believe it has to do with our um aurora. Aurora, yeah. You were gonna say it, and then you stopped because you thought you was. Well, I was gonna word. say something else too, but I can't remember what the hell I was gonna say. Um. Yeah, because freaky geeks, a lot of that, a lot of when you hear about poltergeist activity, it's around teenagers. Yes, exactly, Ron. Shadow a teenager being abused, holding an emotional buildup to poltergeist. Yeah. But I believe it, it comes from within. So just up here, just Jim says, uh, this one would pull a fire alarm when no one was around. Uh, he even went through double doors in front of it. So that, he, he conjured that up? I believe it. Especially in nursing homes because of like... like so Jim, Jim to, conjured this? No, it's when he worked in the nursing home he's talking about, honey. When, especially with all the dementia that's going on in the polter or in the poltergeist, what, with all the dementia going on in the nursing home, <laughs> you know, and, and y'all like wonder that. why I drink. <laughs> it, it, it helps me understand her better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
a poltergeist can be a result of a teenager going through puberty. And yeah, Jim. Can they, manifest. Ah, it slipped away from a real spirit that can do the same thing. Manifest into a real spirit that. Well, well it's it, kind of like um. We have a friend uh, that, and it's funny. Um, she she'll come to us and complain that not complain, but how she sees this shadow woman on uh, her second floor in a room at a window. But it's funny because she never shows up until her and her old man are fighting. Yes. So it's like self-manifestated out of anger. Right. And I believe that's why, you know, she's seeing it. It's either one or two things. I, I don't know. I've never been to the house. Eddie has. But we haven't, like, investigated or anything like that about it. But to me, it's talking to her. Now, mind you, these are these are natives up here. So they have very high, like, her family, you know, believes true, in some of the legends up here. They're true-blooded natives. Yeah. We'll put yeah. it that way. They come from villages and stuff like that. I mean, they're true blood. Yeah, definitely. Two different types. Her and Ryan are two different types. Yeah, they're t- yeah they're two different uh, 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 tribes. Yeah, but um, like there's, it's kind of like American Indians when you're, you know, like the legends of the Skinwalkers. You know, like there's they believe it truthfully in their legends and that. And um, I think it's either one of two things. It's either this person um, either like died of abuse in a house. Like I said, I haven't been there to investigate, so I'm just speculating right now. But they've either died there in the house and was abused when they were alive. So that's why it shows up when they're fighting. Um, not to say that she's getting abused or he's getting abused. I'm just saying because that that worrisome energy. Or is, or is this spirit showing up to try to comfort her? Right, yeah, protect her, like one of her ancestors. Um, because she sees it and her son sees it. But more than that, but her old Ryan, man don't see Ryan it. Ryan don't believe in it, yeah. And, and actually, if we can dig back down through, we'll have to ask her for permission if we can use that picture where her sister caught the photo from the front of the house where it looks like yeah. there's a shadow there. Yeah. But uh, we'll have to dig back through, but we'll definitely have to ask them for permission to be able to use that photo, though. We won't do that to anybody. Yeah. I had an older lady resident that would call me on the time. On and, and, and Jim said he, that nobody was there. Wow. I knew exactly what it was, and there was no, no one actually there. Yeah. That's pretty wild. I believe it. I mean, you know. Ron's mooning again. I know. I, I see that. No, I, I honestly, that's a, that's another one of my beliefs that I've said over and over again. I'm, I'm, you guys are getting sick of my beliefs, I'm telling you. But um, Everybody has beliefs. Yeah, I mean. I, I believe I'm going to die. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, I really, truly believe that. Um, it, you're right. You're it right. It all depends on people's beliefs. Like, like Ryan don't believe in ghosts, so he's not seeing this shit happen. And, but like Patrick just said too, some spirits can be drawn to conflict or strong feelings. They can give them energy, and I think yeah, that's, that's when, when they start arguing and fighting. I think that's where she starts seeing this apparition, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and she gets scared of it. It's not that she, but she gets nervous because she don't know what's happening. It's not like it's evil or anything like that. Apparently, Although it just she stands gets in the scared window. and thinks it is. What? Apparently, it just stands in the window looking out. Like, like she's no, waiting. she's seen it come to the where the bedroom is. Oh, I, I like haven't heard her part. say that. Like, you guys know what I'm doing, right? Anchor enhances <laughs> every bad energy. It's food for them, too. Well, yes, I, I can kind of agree with that. Oh, thank you, Ron. <laughs> I'm just going to throw them up. Tired of your belief. Um, you know, I and, and, and even though I've been with her for nine years, uh, Ron, hey, I, I still learn. And, oh, I and, still learn. And, and it's amazing. Uh, I mean, I've, I've given her a couple of ideas before. <laughs> I hope yeah. she didn't hear that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know, uh, we just talked yesterday too. If uh, if I can get my uh, uh, solenoid uh, replaced in our truck, uh, we might just go down and, and hit the old Asian cemetery and, and do a daytime investigation. We'll have to download that necro. Uh, I already got that. Yeah, I got all. That. No, on a laptop. Not on a phone. We're going to have to the get a laptop. The Necrophonic app is a phone app. They can do it on laptop, too. It's the same I thing. know. I would rather use a laptop than a damn phone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, we ain't got a laptop. Oh, my God. If you shut up long enough to listen. See? See what well, I listen, deal with? Listen, when he wants to spend the money, it's different. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, we will be using I don't know where the hell it is. Where the hell is my freaking floor? We're, we're, even though we're in daytime, wherever you put it, I know. <laughs> even if it's daytime, we'll still I'll still be using the flirt to look for that. Yes, Heather, exactly. <laughs> but here we don't want to investigate at night. There's just uh, way too many bears, so we figure a daytime investigation. If we're going to pick up voices, we'll pick them up. Yeah. Jim, I believe it. Yeah, we had another lady tell us it. Yeah, I mean, when my father went into, right before he went into a convulsion, he was talking about his late wife, Lucy. You know, my mom's name is June, and that was his current wife. You know, so I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, when I passed away, well, I didn't pass away. I'm still alive. But when I had my near-death experience, it was my sister that told me, get home and take care of them babies. I can hear her accent. That's why I do that. Yes, Patrick. It, 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 it's uh, it, it's on a loop. Yeah. Exactly, Patrick. But I don't know. It just, with her, it just, it, it, with our friend, it just, uh, it only happens when they're fighting. Yeah, when they, when they, when they get, when they get into fighting. She said, you know, they, well, the thing of it is, too, and I'm wondering if this has a part of play, uh, plays a part in it, too, is she told me when, when they first got the house that they blessed it in Ryan's tribe's way of blessing it. Welcome, they, Seth. Hey, Seth, how you doing? Oh, excuse me. Fire Fire skulls, skulls, man. I love that. I know, that's a cool name. <laughs> I know, it really is. Um. 
but didn't have a blessing like her tribe beliefs. I don't know how different they are. Yeah, but obviously done, there's some difference. It was done one sided. Yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of that too is that she feels like it's not blessed the right way, but she's not going to come out and say it to her husband. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I understand that, Skook, and I'm sure. Not my son, Ryan. No, no. It, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a friend it, of our age. It's our friend's uh, old man. Yeah. Right, Patrick. Yep. And you all have to apologize. It takes me a minute to comment after her. I, I'm very slow at reading. I've always been slow at reading. <laughs> but I'll, I'll make a comment. Yeah. And it's like it gets into a pattern of your life. Uh, like you're used to putting keys down on a table in one spot. Everything we touch, we're leaving a little fingerprint of them but ourselves. Every day, then keys ain't where you left them. They're moved. Like maybe a foot away. Because that's where they're used to putting them. See, and that's the other things that we sit there and talk about. Because, okay, you're used to putting those keys in a different spot, right? But in a parallel universe, you're used to doing it. Putting them in one spot. One, another spot. Not the same spot, right? So one of these days, you flip-flop. And you're like, where the hell did my keys go? I, I put them here all the time. But they're not. They're in the spot that your other parallel life is putting them. I, I, I believe that I've jumped. Uh, or you come back and they're all of a sudden in that spot that you just checked. You need to check that. I, I believe I, I, I went to a different parallel. Yeah. And I've I done it while I was wide awake and, and never even knew it. Right. Because all of a sudden I'm looking around. I'm like, where the hell did everything go? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, crazy shit. It's crazy shit. I'm not going to lie. Alright guys and gals, this is where I'm going to say fist bumps, hugs. You know where to go guys. Stay safe, stay strong, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Had a great time today, thank you guys so much. Yeah, I know, Freaky Geek, hate when things go missing and then suddenly they're where you look so many times. Yeah, You know, when, I, when that happens... You know what I do? I, I walk out of a room and it was like it's like my mind replays like almost like a CSI. Kind of like I know I put them here. Where could I have moved it? Well, to? I feel like when I walk out of the room, it's like a CSI TV show and they're like zooming in on what I'm looking for. You know, and it's like, son of a bitch, tell me where they are. You're hugging this. They get bumped. <laughs> wow, freaky geek. Seriously. <laughs> that shit's funny. Is he laughing? What the hell is that little picture? Um on, on DY or uh, on uh stream. Freaky Geek is putting up the kitty rock rocket box. You know, uh, you've seen it. We had it on my life. My leg. I don't know. My screen, everything is so damn tiny. Yeah, I get that. Freaky, he getting ready. Oh, Andy, no, thank you, brother. Yeah, thank, thank you for coming you guys. by. Well, I'm trying to get my freaking stupid ass. Everybody, get your butts over there.
Hype up that chat. Get it ready. Thank you, Heather. Thank you all so much for being here. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And, and thank everybody over there on the podcast. For listening, uh, definitely. It, it, it's, oh, thank you for Ms. the ice cream. I was just thinking about you today. I'm like, I haven't seen her or OG. Oh, we're going to keep getting them. Thank you so much, Cherry. <laughs> I had, you guys had me worried because you haven't stopped in. And Thank you for your geek. <laughs> Thank you so much for geek. You guys are just amazing. You they really are, are. They are. I, and I enjoy every day uh, getting to talk to them. Definitely. I agree. I agree. Heather, we, we definitely enjoyed it. And we enjoyed your company just as well. Jim's over there uh, breakdancing, I think. I, I, I can't, he's going to break a hip. Oh, Miss <laughs> Carrie, well, I love you guys lots. I did. I was. I was thinking about you guys this morning. I'm like, I haven't seen her every once in a while. She'll pop in or OG will pop in, and I haven't seen them. You guys had me worried, especially what was going on, like, within Texas and everything. All I'm right, like, look at yeah. this. Now, now, now you mean you come back. Sorry. My bad. Plus <laughs> America. <laughs> See how I am? But no, thank you guys. Bron's over there mooning again. I think about you all the time. I think it was allowed. Let's see. I need to wake up early starting. Oh, wow. School's starting already. Wow. Damn. That's crazy. Well, hopefully you can come in and join us. Yes, give my love to you. You know, of course, give yourself a hug. Miss Carrie and give OJ, you know, give him give him a punch for me, you know, on a on a, you know nice punch on the arm. <laughs> I'm glad to see that you that you guys are okay. I'm glad I'm glad yeah that you guys are okay. Yeah, all as well as up here as well. Our numbers are low, so I'm happy. <laughs> Andy, right now I I haven't heard anything from Diary, but I've seen her like posts on Facebook, so. I got kind of a, a a relief. A relief of she's okay. You know what I mean? I think a lot of it's just she's taking time for with her family and I know, think yeah, I, I she think had a lot of medical shit she was going through. I think something happened that, that she needed to separate for a little while. Yeah. Oh, oh online, online school, okay. Yes, definitely give OG my I can't my regards. I'd love to give him a punch or two. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, you know, throw on some 80s music and say, hey, you know, it's from Shadows. <laughs> yeah, uh, Andy, uh, she spotted her on her, on her birthday, wasn't it? She, she she went online? Yeah, yeah, she was online. She was liking the posts and loving the posts. So it's like a little bit of relief, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I think with all her testing and everything that she was going through, because she was getting um, MRIs and all that stuff going on, um, I think she's just taking time, she, rightfully, yeah, to you recoup. know. Yeah, to recoup and re, you know, reheal or heal. And, and on a different note, uh, when you all see beauty today, uh, Lucinda, everybody wish her a happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Idol, my entire Billy. Is that what he's he's playing lately? He likes it when I go go on. Well, Miss Carrie does too. When I go on and play my music streams, because <laughs> I play all the old school stuff. I want everybody to stay safe and stay strong. I mean, that's all we can do. All right, I clicked the button, guys. 
Hurry. I clicked the button. Everybody get over Freaky there. Geek, I clicked the button. <laughs> get over there. <laughs> Head on over. <laughs> I can't get no damn lemons. <laughs> 17 seconds. 14 seconds. <laughs> I hear you, Miss Carrie. I'm so glad you stopped in. I feel much better now. Five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Hit it. All right. Patrick got 75.7. Heather got 43.9. Ron got 32.0. Freaky Geek got some with 25.6. And Just Jim got 21.6. Are you kidding me? That's this is awesome. the third time in a row Freaky Geek got in there. I know. Holy hell. <laughs> it didn't pop up for you. If it don't happen like that, Scoot, the next time that I release some but, um, lemons, when I say I've, I've clicked the button, go ahead. If it doesn't pop right up for you, hit the chest, and it'll bring up. Like, I'm talking to the camera like you can see me. Um, well, she can see if you're looking at the camera. Oh, no, she no, can't. She can't. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Yeah, it'll if you hit the butt or hit the chest, it'll open up. Yeah, I'm glad you caught us too, Miss Carrie. All right, guys, that's gonna end it for today. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow for True Crime Tuesday. See what I mean? It's I never know. we, it's I. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for being here. I love each and every one of you. I can't thank you enough. You guys mean the world to us. I had a really great did. time today. Yeah, it was very fun. I had a lot of a lot of wild movies that I didn't think it, were it, based it's on. It's weird that you, you can recall some of them movies, how old they are, Except and remember watching them. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> take care. Be safe. Love all you guys. Absolutely. Hearts to all of you, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys.